We Still Dancing. From Sammy Davis Jr.'s Mr. Bojangles to Chris Brown, switch up the tempo. We Still Dancing. Romancing the idea that if we move our feet or show a little teeth, they'll let us in. Don't forget the silly grinning hobo gestures. Just constant reminders to prove we're lesser. But we don't get the lesson. There's a big difference from being laughed along with and being laughed at. Tell Steve Harvey that integrity should never be compromised by a check. There's no amount that can surmount your dignity and respect. But what you expect? They take all our greats and try to put them in a dress. What's the image they're trying to project? Humiliation under the guise of progress or maybe it's an experiment. To see how low you'll get to increase your decimals but no matter how much money you make, they'll never change the way they look at you. Coon ass nigga. Now I know that may not be politically correct. But while writing this poem, I've tried a host of other adjectives, but none quite hit. Like coon ass nigga. I look at the TV and say with my chest. Every time I see one of our brothers and sisters sell us out for a check. Now. There have been many blacks who have fought and died for our image. So now I think it's time for us to hold court, withdraw our support, and indict some of these coon-ass niggas. Exhibit A, Stephen A. You can see his coonery on ESPN's first take every day. When it comes to bashing black athletes, he's the first with something to say, but swears he's just another brother from around the way. Now, to find a coon worse than him, it wouldn't be hard. This next exhibit, if cooning was a religion, he'd be God. Jason Hamhock Whitlock. We haven't seen a bigger coon since Uncle Ruckus from the Boondocks. He compared LeBron James to Donald Trump in regards to privilege. Now, that was a shock. But what he said about Colin Kaepernick made my chin drop. He called Colin Martin Luther Cornrow to ridicule his protests. And then he said America is the best country in the world in regards to racial progress. Coon ass nigga. What America he living in? I guess the one Trump want to make great again. But do you see what I mean? There's so much cooneries. It's hard to believe it's 2021. But it seems like the cooning has just begun. Now this next exhibit is going to hit home. They're a duo. And their coon power combined is likened to Thanos with all six infinity stones. Now they don't dance and they don't sing. I'm talking about none other than Oprah Winfrey and Gayle King. One dug up Mike for a crime of which he was acquitted. And the other one treated R. Kelly like he was already convicted. Now, molestation and sexual abuse are acts that should be demeaned. But why did I open my phone and see both of them hugging and kissing Harvey Weinstein? And the examples go on and on. From 
Floyd dropping 300K on Gucci to miss I'm not African, Raven Simone. But hey, don't forget about Kanye. That slavery was a choice statement was sickening. But then you got Mary J. Blige out here singing about crispy fried chicken. Shaq, Shaq and the Fool, Charles Barkley, King Kong, Coon, black people. If we don't call this coonery out, our image will be doomed. They'll expect all of us to have the largest smile when we walk in the room. Big old shiny lips and proficient in buck dancing. And we'll all rely on Fox News to tell us what happened. Now, black people, we don't need another challenge, gif or meme. Not another reality show. Ayanla fix my life or get rich pyramid scheme. Not another Black Panther or other prominent figures. What we need to do is to call out all of these coon ass. You're, you're, you're listening to Spoken Soul Sessions. You ready, my man? With Poetic Black. Ain't nothing holding me back but me and who's holding you but you but you. Check this out, man. Spoken Soul Sessions. Oh my God. This is Spoken Soul Sessions with Poetic Black. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Bold stances and lewd advances got us here. You are listening to Spoken Soul Sessions with Poetic Black. We'll start from scratch. Exploring new possibilities. Welcome, 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 family, to another episode of Spoken Soul Sessions. I'm your host, Poetic Black. And if you guys haven't realized what's the topic at hand today, today we're talking about the coon, the coon, the coon. What is the coon? Why do, why do we feel that we have to, uh, we have to compromise our integrity in order to be successful? Why do we feel we have the need to attack our own in order be in order to be successful? And I think it goes all the way back to slavery. All the way back to slavery, that that mindset that I got to step on you in order to gain favor with Massa. Malcolm talked about it. Talked about the house nigga and the field nigga. You can see the characteristics of a field nigga. 
characteristics of a field nigga is to get away from massa. Be free. Work their fingers to the bone. They want to get away. The house nigga. The house nigga. He want to be close to Massa because Massa give him the crumbs. Massa give him the straps. He has the best choice of the food because he's right there can eat off the scraps of Massa table and he'll slit your throat to do it. Why is it? This is 2021. Why do we still feel the need that we have to compromise our integrity? Compromise who we are. Strong people. Resilient people. We have to compromise that in order to be so-called successful. And we're all complicit. We're all complicit because we celebrate those who compromise us as a race for their bank account decimals to increase. It's a serious situation. And I know that the word coon, a lot of people don't like that word, that 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 terminology, but to be honest, it is what it is. You see, there's a difference between a Negro and a coon. There's a difference between a Negro and a coon. A Negro may not know. He may be ignorant to what's going on. He may be ignorant to the idea of him selling his integrity in order to get favor. He can he can do this in ignorance. Just trying to come up, but the coon is different. The coon is the individual who he doesn't he's not ignorant of what's going on. He's fully aware of what's going on. And he uses this knowledge to his advantage. That's why you will always find the coon protecting the talking points of white supremacy. Trying to get in your head to make you feel like this is this is what we supposed to be doing. Example given Candace Owens. Oh, come on over to the Republican Party. Come on over to the Republican Party. Leave the Democratic plantation and join the Republican plantation. This is what it is. You'll find them. Look at their content. Brandon Tatum is another one. You can never get him to ever admit that a, a police officer was wrong in doing his duties. They're the watchdogs the watchdogs of white supremacy to make sure that we stay in line, but we celebrate them. We celebrate them. We give them platforms. We allow them to spew their rhetoric and we eat it up. It's 2021. Why do we feel the need to compromise our integrity in order to be successful? No one else has to do it. No one else has to do it. 
It's time for us to call it out. Call it out. We're too far in the game in order to be going backwards. That old step em, step em, fetch em, buck dancing routine. We're beyond that. We're beyond that. And I understand back in those days when, when they did the minstrel shows and things of that nature and the, the, the all the bow jangling and all that. In those days, it was a start for us to get in, to try to get in to make a, a better way for our family. I understand. But at what point does it end? At what point do we switch it up and say, nah, no more? We are validated as a people. Look, look at America. Look at America. We are validated as a people. Everything America is celebrated for came from us. Came from our our trials, the persecution. They persecute us, we give them the blues. We give them pop. We give them rock. We give them R&B. We give them hip hop. What is America celebrated for? We're celebrated for our culture. But what is American culture? Who influences American culture the most? You do. Be proud of your hue. Be proud of your hue. Be proud of your hue. They got you hating you all the while. They want to be you. It's time to wake up. We are validated as a people. We have so much to offer and we've and we've given it freely. Freely. Jazz. The list goes on. When do it comes to the point where we get recognition for what we do? Where we can be comfortable in our own skin. But we celebrate it. That's why it continues to exist. We celebrate the ones who are the gatekeepers. The gatekeepers for white supremacy. You have nothing to be ashamed of. Your hue is beautiful. You have nothing to be apologetic for. Oh, I'm sorry, master. I'm so sorry, master. Those days are over. Know who you are. So you see these, I'm going to call it what it is, coons. You find them in the entertainment, in the entertainment arena. You find them. Always giving their opinion. I don't know if you guys have been following what's been going on with Kwame Brown, uh, 
Steven Jackson and, and Matt Barnes, the whole incident that, that transpired. And shout out to Kwame Brown for fighting back. Fighting back. Because this is what happens. If you listen to that interview, Kwame Brown didn't have nothing to do with nothing. They wanted to make him the butt of the joke. But now, the shoe was on the other foot. The rabbit got the gun. Everybody's running. Everybody's running. You see what it is. You can always tell. You can always tell by the person's content what's their agenda. Know the agenda by their content. Look at the content. Jason Hamhock Whitlock. <laughs> this guy's incredible. You don't have to bash your own in order to succeed or to be successful. It's something that you want to do. Jesse Lee. You don't have to. Jesse Lee, whoa. Mm, 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 mm. Sometimes I watch your show, man, and it's like, wow, like this can't be. He cannot be oblivious. This is this is what he, what he does. Like when I first seen him, because he plays this 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 role as though he's slow. He he often says it too. Oh, I'm slow. You know, I'm slow. You're not slow. You know exactly what you're doing. But you don't have to. You don't have to compromise your integrity in order to be successful. You can do straight, clean journalism, my brother, and be okay. Stop being the watchdog for the people who don't love you. There's a there's an innate love that we have or we should have for each other, like every other race. And this is not then this is not race baiting. I'm just calling I'm just speaking. I'm speaking to my people, my white audience. I hope you don't take no offense to this because I don't hate no people. And I don't have to hate a people in order to love my people. In order to love what I see in the reflection in my mirror, when I look in my mirror, in order to that to love that reflection, I don't have to hate you. And I don't. So why do you hate us? And if it applies, you wear it. And if it doesn't, let it fly. Let it fly. Why? We need to start, we need to start looking at each other with esteem. Look at each other. Look at, look at your brother as not something you can step on to get to the next stage in your, in your career. 
Look at your brother and see how you can help him. Look at your sister and see how you can help her. How can you network? How can we work together? That old fetch him, catch him. Oh, massa. Oh, oh so-and-so over there. Massa, they, they fixing to escape. Them days is over. Those days are over. We need to wake up. We need to wake up. You see all you see all the the different aspects of coonery. One thing that got me upset, I mentioned in the poem, was Floyd Mayweather. Now, Floyd, my brother, you got all the money to do whatever you need to do or want to do. And I don't hate you for that, my brother. But at some point, you got to have some type of accountability. Just because you can don't mean that you should. Just because you can don't mean that you should. I seen the interview when Gucci came out and made those statements or made those, uh, not statements, but made those products that was clearly clearly mocking black people that's how comfortable they get that's how comfortable they get I guess that's how comfortable they, they get in their disrespect we give we give your clothing meaning your clothing is is wanted is wanted and you, it, it, your clothing, your clothing line and your accessories, whatever the case may be, is wanted by all these different people due to what? Due to the influence of black culture. Black culture. The disrespect. We need to stop allowing people to disrespect us and we just keep taking it on the chin it's okay it's not you'll go buy Tommy Hilfiger or Ralph Lauren but you won't buy Carl Kanai or FUBU I know these are these are old outdated brands but I use them as an example black owned companies when they first came out, they got some support from the black community. When the price market wasn't that much, wasn't more or more expensive as the Ralph Lauren and the Tommy Hilfiger, what happened? It got trashed. Well, I'm not wearing no FOBO. I wouldn't get caught dead in FOBO. This is what they said. FUBU, an acronym for for us, by us, but is whack. Ralph Lauren, logo, man on a horse, playing polo. How many of my brothers and sisters in the hood play polo? It wasn't even targeted for you. 
wasn't even targeted for you. But you gotta have it. Gotta have it. We gotta stop trying to place ourselves in arenas that don't want us. And we need to focus our energy on setting and creating arenas of our own. The world looks at black culture as the beacon. We decide what's hot and what's not. They capitalize off of it. When is it going to make sense that it makes more sense to work together than against each other? Coon ass niggas. Why do we feel the need to compromise our integrity in order to become successful? The list goes on. I'm not African. I'm human. Everybody else can be what they are. Everybody else can be proud of who they are. Celebrate who they are. What do we do? We celebrate everybody else. But we don't want to celebrate each other. We celebrate the 4th of July, but we won't celebrate Juneteenth. I done seen black people celebrate St. Patrick's Day. Get all dressed up in green. St. Patty's Day. Don't know who the Orishas are. Hmm. Do that make sense? Do it make sense? A poet, <clears throat> a poet that I know, uh, he had, as a, he, he's a pretty known poet, Talam Asi. He has said in one in one poem that he had, I forget what album is on, but he had said that uh, he was he was talking to his sister and the sister told him the best thing about slavery is that Western Civ showed us who the true living God is. And in his response, he said, Queen, <laughs> if you honestly believe that the God of our oppressor is beautiful, then you should meet the God we abandoned. Why do you hate you? Why? Why do we hate each other? Why is it that every time we look at black is negative amongst ourselves? I'm not talking about the black cat, the black male. And you know what I'm saying? I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about amongst amongst us, amongst us. Oh, that's black customer service. You want CP time. Like, come on. We got to start instilling positive affirmations into each other. 
Look at each other with esteem. Look at each other. Look at each other with with pride. Adoration. Love. How can I help my brother? How can I help my sister? We oftentimes try to be the only black person in a certain arena amongst amongst others. Like this is a badge of honor. This one lady told me one time, I was the only black person on my job for 15 years. The only black person in my department. The only one. And she said it with pride. She said, oh no, I don't eat no collard greens. Mm-mm-mm. I never like no collard greens or no black eyed peas. I like calamari. I was like, Queen, you know, you can like what you want, but damn, why is it that we try to identify with our oppressor? We want to fit in. We want to be accepted. We want to be, we want to be loved. We want to be noticed. That's the right word. We want to be noticed. Look at me, master. Look at me. I'm protecting your interests. We don't have to do that. It's 2021. We are enough. We are validated. We're validated every single day, but we don't look at it and realize it. We're validated everything America. America wouldn't be what it is if it wasn't for black culture. And the quicker we understand that and the quicker we realize that, the better off we'll be. Demand more. Demand more for your contribution. You've contributed to this country. Who've who've contributed more than you? If America is the melting pot of everybody bringing what they have to offer, then who has brought more than a black man and black woman in this country? Who has sacrificed more? Every single war that America has fought in history, look it up, don't believe me, Every war that America has fought, black people have been right there fighting. Everyone. Fighting to the point where we're not even free, still enslaved, but still fighting. Fighting for the potential of freedom. Fighting for the potential of freedom. Here it is, man. When we gonna wake up? When are we gonna when are we gonna open our eyes and realize that we are validated? We don't have to shuck and jive. We don't have to mop the floor a little bit harder to get noticed by the boss. We done built this country brick and mortar, blood, sweat, and tears. Since the beginning. 
So why do you still feel the need? Look at the Native Americans. They don't feel the need to fit in. They're very blunt the way they feel about the white man in this country. They're very blunt about it. Why do we still feel the need that we have to, oh, shuck and jive and buck dance in order to get noticed? I notice you, my brother. I notice you, my sister. Get noticed amongst your own. Find the beauty in you. Stop looking for the beauty in everything outside of you. And you don't have to put another race down in order to do this. Because they don't do it. They don't have to put you down. They don't have to put you down in order to uplift themselves. They don't have to. And you shouldn't either. You shouldn't have to either. Why is it that we feel the need to compromise who we are in order to be successful? We are enough. We are enough. You are enough. You're beautiful the way you are. I love your dark hue, queen. I love every shade of you. Every shade. It's time for us to start loving who we are. It's time for us to start knowing what we contribute. If you look at the analogy, a person who do who do more to get noticed is an individual who feels he's a, he's at a disadvantage. Who feels he's at a disadvantage. So I got to do more to compensate. I got to do more. Everybody go home after eight hours. I'm going home after 10 hours. I got to do more. Haven't we contribute enough? How many inventions? The stop sign. The stop light. Invented by a black man. Invented by a black man. Why do we feel that we have to compensate? Haven't we contributed enough? It's time for us to wake up. Know who we are and what we contribute to this society and expect more. 
We should expect more from each other and we should expect more from society. Who've sacrificed more than us? And instead of us celebrating those who seek to destroy us, celebrate those who seek to uplift us. It's time for us to wake up. Coon as niggas. You don't have to be. You don't. You choose to be. I'm your host, Poetic Black. I want to remind the audience that if you have spoken word that you want to, you want the people to hear, and don't forget to email me at spokensoulsessions at gmail.com. Send your press kit. Send some of your work or send some links where I can go look at some of your work. And we'll make it happen where we can get you on the show. Get your voice out there. I love all people. I love all people. But I definitely love my people. And I hope you love me too.